This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. Ba 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 Beckinsale. Ba 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 Beckinsale. Ba Help help me. My ears are bleeding. Now everyone has turned off the show. Welcome to the show. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. I'm Joel. I'm Ken. I'm Zach. And I'm embarrassed. Uh, I'm a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Before we started recording, Joel said, uh, let's begin. And I'm sorry. <laughs> you'll, I you now understand. understand. If, you've, if you've seen the theme of the show, you'll you'll understand why oh, I had to do mercy. it. Mercy. But uh, we'd like to thank you for listening to our last show, our underrated two show, our yes. second underrated show. Most everyone agree with everything we said. Yeah. No everything we all collectively said, huh? Yeah. Everything. They were like, yes, everything you said we agree on. Or they just confused us. Like <laughs> Buffalo on. Bex on Instagram, who said, I wasn't nearly as triggered as I expected to be by this episode. Okay. So far, so good. Yeah, sounds good. I agree with chicken and a biscuit, crackers in general. Donuts are not that good. And ketchup is gross. It's especially never belong on, belongs on hot dogs. When leftover ketchup dries on a plate bowl, insert Kent's gag sound here. <laughs> Which I was like, yeah, wait, no, yeah. Oh, so basically ah, she's ugh. saying that there are many things that are overrated, but she won't outwardly disagree basically, with us? Well, no, she, she agreed with us at different times. Yes. And then also Oblar on Instagram as well said, Kenny 3DD, thanks for the inspiration to make an, to make an omelet this morning. Oh, come on. It was nice. delicious. Also, ketchup is the worst thing on this planet as far as food goes. <laughs> I'm confused. Wow. And once again, I was like, oh, wait. Yay. <laughs> so I can't, I can't gloat on either one of those. I know we did a few polls on Facebook and Twitter for if ketchup should be allowed on eggs. Mm-hmm. Do we know the results on those polls? I won. Okay, so we're going to move on. <laughs> oh, sure you did. You could look them up on, on Bacon Cell on the Twitter and Facebook You didn't page. win, did you? I... It was neck and neck. It was very close the whole time, but I, when I started kind of when one started pulling ahead, I kind of just went okay. Not, <laughs> okay, I, I think see. one of them actually the poll's still going by the time of this recording, so we'll yeah. see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so thank you for listening to that. We really do appreciate you guys uh, the feedback that you give us on on the show. It's great, and we enjoy ketchup. But that's not what we're talking we, about today. What are we talking about today, Zach? We are going to have a bit of a a bit of a competition between you two to decide what. Kids animated movies are the worst that you have to deal with. So we teased this last week and we asked you, the listener, lowercase listener, what are the worst? What are the most annoying, most dreadful, the most tormenting animated kids movies? We got a lot of choices. It was one of the most disgusting threads I've ever seen on social media. (laughs) (laughs) But we wanted 20 and we got more than 20. In fact, a lot more than 20, and some terrible movies, yeah. some which will not be mentioned in this show today. Well, we took all your suggestions, and we whittled them down to a list of 21 picks that you, the listener, recommended. These are not ours because we would have changed a few of these. A couple of these we didn't feel belonged in the list. A couple of these we thought definitely belonged to this list. Yes. But it's now up to Kent and I to choose... Zach's eternal playlist. So what we're doing (laughs) is Joel and I just walked. uh, Close your eyes, everyone. Joel and I are walking onto the kickball field and we are the captains. Six feet apart. Six feet apart. Mm -hmm. The captains of our respective teams. Is no one else playing? Why are you captains? Because we are are the best. We have the best (laughs) opinions. This this is movies, not soccer. So we walk in. There are 21 kids about to play kickball. Don't say kids. Don't say kids. <laughs> 21 characters from these movies about to play kickball, and they want to be picked so badly. And they're the worst characters known to man. They're the worst <laughs> kickball players. And we have to choose from those 21 
10 each. And yes, there will be one that is not picked. There'll be one who's left on the, the bench. The worst animated movie <laughs> that we were given. We'll call him Zach. So then, <laughs> oh, come on. Kent, Kent is going to have a list of 10 movies. I'm going to have a list of 10 movies at the end of this. And it's a, then Zach has to choose which of those two lists he wants to have in a hypothetical situation. We're not actually making Zach do this. Right, mm. right Kent? Are you sure? Uh, yeah, I think we have to. Oh. Uh, but these are going to be the only movies he can watch for the rest of his life. <laughs> Those 10 movies. Yeah, so he has to pick a team, and it's the least bad. Because there's no good team. It's the least bad. And wow. we'll, we'll also be turning it over to you and letting you decide. Once once we get our lists finalized, we'll let you decide which team you would pick. And theoretically, the one left will be the worst of the worst. Because looking at the list that you gave us, you, the listener, gave us, I would say the best movie on this list is maybe a C. <laughs> C quality, and it goes straight to below the depths in the darkness. It's pretty, it gets pretty bad. But Kent and I are not looking for bad. We're looking for the good in these <laughs> movies. We're going to be trying to point out what is good at this movie. Good luck we to want us. our list to be picked. We want to win this hypothetical soccer game. Right. And so, Zach, would you explain the rules of the draft for us? We we're not sports people. We wanted. We talked about doing it proper draft style, where you know, if you draft first in one round, you draft second in the other. And uh, these guys don't do sports very well. We shut so that we, down. <laughs> we decided to do something a little bit different. Now, factoring in that the person who picks first would probably have an advantage, we're doing something a little crazy. Whoever wins the coin toss, which we have the official Bacon Cave coin here. Which has been sanitized. It has been. Whoever wins the coin toss will go first. And then whoever loses the coin toss will go second and third as far as picking. And then we'll alternate from there. Can I, can I make a, a request? Absolutely. An honor request? Okay. The person who wins the coin toss doesn't, maybe doesn't necessarily go first, but they choose whether to go oh, first or second. I oh, like I it. like that. Okay, yeah. so you, if you win the coin toss, you have the option to either select to go first or to go second and third, and then we alternate from there. That's good. Ooh. Zach, to get us started, yes. would you read off for the listener the list of movies that we have to choose from? The 21 movies that you, the listener, picked for us. In it, alphabetical order, B movie, The Boss Baby, Cars 3, Despicable Me, The Emoji Movie, Ferdinand, Frozen, Frozen D, The Good Dinosaur, Happy Feet, Hotel Transylvania 3, Ice Age, Ice Age Continental Drift, Lilo and Stitch, Madagascar, Minions, My Little Pony, The Movie, The Secret Life of Pets, Shark Tale, Storks, and Trolls. It took everything I had to not gag. As you read that list. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be bad. a painful show for us and hopefully for everyone else. We hope so. And we're, that's the thing is I feel bad with that intro, but I'm like, I don't mean to be annoying, but we're, this is going to be, we're going to be talking about some annoying things today. Yeah. So it kind of fit the theme. Wow. <laughs> I'm so worried. Thanks okay. for inviting me on the show, guys. Zach, can I ask you a sports related question? Yes. Uh, when they do the coin toss, yes. is it the home team or the, or the visitors that get to call it? Typically the visitors. Thank you. All right, just because I own the Bacon Cave, is that what you're saying? I'm just saying we're in your home turf on this area. <laughs> yes. Okay, Joel. So, so the, the home team has the advantage of their location. The visiting team gets to pick the coin toss. So get ready to flip the coin. Here we go. <gasps> Call in the air. Heads. Ladies and gentlemen, it is tails. Ah. All right, listener. So that means Kent gets to choose either picking first or picking the following two. What do you got, Kent? Wow. <laughs> This is really tough already. By the way, this show is going to be a lot of hemming and hawing and a lot of just anxiety. Thank so goodness. get ready for that. Thank goodness for editing. Joel's going first. 
I'm going first. Joel's yeah, I'm going go first. first. So I get one pick. One pick. One pick to start. You will pick the overall first pick. You get the, this is theory, the highest this, paid usually. In, in theory, this should be the best one of the bunch for and me. It, and it will be. Will it though? Because I don't think you're going to agree with me. Okay. Zach, for my first round pick, mm-hmm. I am pointing to little Gru over there and I'm picking wow. Despicable Me. <laughs> first off the board is Despicable Me. And I'll tell you why. No, you're not. I am. Because here's the thing. We all have feelings towards Despicable Me 2, 3, and Minions and the ones that came after. But if you remember, Despicable Me, the first one, was actually kind of enjoyable because it had a heart. It had humor. It was not about the minions. The minions were a side character at this point who got minimal screen time. It was about Gru and it was about the girls. This one didn't have as many fart jokes as the other ones. This one didn't have the earworms that the other ones had. This was actually an entertaining movie. Now, sure, it did give birth to many other terrible things. Uh, I, I should get the synopsis of the movie, shouldn't I? I think people generally get it. If you want to give a quick one, just this, the IMDb. When a yeah. criminal mastermind uses a trio of orphan girls as pawns for a grand scheme, he finds their loves profoundly changing him for the better. And it starts Steve Carell as Gru, and then it has Miranda Cosgrove, Dana Geller, and Elsie Fisher, little Elsie Fisher from eighth grade. I love how you're trying t- to make this a heartfelt but family. But she's the movie. tiny little it's so fluffy. That's girl. the only good part of the movie. There's so many good parts. This, of this gave movie. birth to the end of the world as we know We're it. We're not talking about the rest of them. We're talking about this one. There would be Fun no minions without this movie. Fantastic information, a lighthearted story. All right, this is your grave. I've never seen Minions, so I like this movie. What do you got, Kent? You and keep in mind, Zach's picking who gets which movie he watches at the end. I don't even think I've seen the second one, so there we go. <laughs> Watch more of these movies. Well, you're going to have to after this, Zach. Oh, no. I'm going to go with... A, and by the way, a lot of our movies were very recent ones. Anywhere from like 2002. Yeah, were there no now? bad animated movies before 2002? There were, but these are mostly the CG animated movies because I feel like when people have to watch these with their kids, they are the more recent ones because kids may not have the patience. 2002 the is ones. more recent? Yeah, well, not not with those this animation really, style. Those look really bad now. Same yeah. for our pre two thousand two show. Yeah, and there probably will be one. Actually, Depending on if if the if the listener likes annoying cartoon shows, we have to do another one. So I'm going to go with a actually a two D animated movie from two thousand two. It's Walt Disney's Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> so a Hawaiian girl adopts an unusual pet who's actually a notorious extraterrestrial fugitive. Uh, this is eighty five minutes, and that's the beauty of a lot of these movies. And I'm sorry, Zach. You can watch them again and again, but they're mm-hmm. generally under 90 minutes. There are a few exceptions here, mm-hmm. but I feel like it, they actually stretch into the painful if they go over an hour and a half. Yeah. And sometimes some of them feel like two and a half hours. This is 85 minutes. There's an actual theme here. It's about family, which is not. Oh, Hannah. <laughs> so good. He eats everything and it's adorable. Mom, 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 mom. Lilo is a complicated character. <laughs> You're killing Zach over there. <laughs> I'm poking holes in your movie. <laughs> so she, Lilo is a complicated character. She's eccentric. She likes Elvis and photography. She's actually like this good leading female character. She's also, uh, her name is Davey Chase. She played Samara in The Ring. I know. How what? awesome. This is The Ring Girl. Isn't that perfect? Nice. You can't trust her. Who do you tr- not trust more? Stitch or DeVay Chase? They're both evil. They both come out of the well. <laughs> but this was Disney's second or third or fourth Dark Age. This was their 2000s Dark Age. And Lilo and Stitch is still a very memorable movie. Is it? Like Despicable Me actually had a lot of terrible sequels and a really bad show. Mm-hmm. But the first movie itself is kind of a... Di- well, it is a Disney classic. It's not a Disney <sighs> masterpiece. 
It's a classic. You say mm. Disney classic, I say Disney forgettable. You do? Like when this when this came out, I was like, well, yeah, Disney did do Lilo and Stitch, didn't they? No, that wasn't come just a on. DVD. You love doing the impression. That's how much you like it. That's how memorable it is to you. I don't remember anything about this movie. You really don't? Not really. I know there's Ohanamun's family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But the animation is so great. The Elvis soundtrack is really classy, actually. It stands above a lot of Disney movies from this time. So Lilo and Stitch is my first choice. I, I like Disney movies. It may serve you well. Really what you're picking? Yeah. As you're wow. the best on this list? It is, is Lilo the and least bad. But you get two picks, Ken. I get so two now picks. you get to go again, and then we'll alternate. Oh, this next one is going to be the toughest one because I have two which are neck and neck. Okay. And there's, oh, man. And I'm, try, I'm trying to predict Joel's mind right now. Okay. And so I'm going to go... With, why are you predicting? You're supposed to be predicting Zach's mind. This I know, but I'm, pl- I'm playing against you, though. You're playing against Joel. True. Cars three is my second choice. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I was going We Ken and I were both kind of shocked that Cars two didn't make the list. Yeah, I mean, once again, this wasn't our choice. Cars two would have been on the worst animated movie list, and also there are a lot of really low budget, straight to video animated movies that we'll never watch that are worse than any of these. Oh, we're doing that. Oh, we no. I'm, that's it. We're going to do like it. Let's Delgo, do a sequel we're going to do a Delgo show yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or all the Asylum animation ones. But Cars 3, it's not Cars 2, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Ocean's 13 I, of the Pixar universe. I where you're like, than 12. Oh, oh it's, yeah. It's pretty good. Like yeah. it's, it's a lot better than that second effort. When your yeah. expectations are lower. <laughs> also, they, they realized their mistake from 2 where in 2 they made Mater the central character no. and it was awful. And then all of a sudden... Mater was sent to the peripheral. Like you're like, oh, okay. It's yeah, but then they bring in again. like the 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 trainer who becomes the passing of the torch thing. Yeah, that's you what, didn't like that. No, that's what everyone everyone wanted to see. Lightning McQueen pass the torch in Cars Three. That's what he did. No, that's what I'm saying. No one wanted to see that. Is it sarcasm, Kent? Oh, you don't see that as a uh, character arc? No. Yeah, he was getting old. That no. was the point. How can he you was get aging old out. in a movie where you can swap out parts at like, any given time? Like he was Hudson destroyed. before him. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. he trained this new car and also, like a Rocky movie, had to beat the new fighter, which is pretty fun. And it delivers exactly what works for the franchise. There's more racing in this one instead of some spy plot. Racing on the sand. Yeah, race, <laughs> but still racing. So Cars 3 is my second choice. By the way, I want to point out that Cars 3 has the uh, tie for the biggest budget of any movie on this Why? list. Why? The animation in that movie the animation is, is quite stunning. Great. In a couple parts. Other parts, I was like... Is it merchandising? I don't know. That's so weird. Because yeah. the it, toys for the Cars franchise. It's their number one, I think. I mean, maybe maybe outside of Star Wars, but it's like the Pixar number one uh, merchandising thing by far. Wow. Yeah. That's nuts. Wow, wow, yeah. wow. All right, Joel. Wow, wow, wow. I'm ready for yours. Okay. You picked your... You have uh, two so far. Yes. So I'm going to pick my second pick now. I'm going for 2013's Frozen. Okay. That was going to be my next choice. So Frozen, once again, it's one of those that I feel like everyone who bought a Frozen a talking Elsa doll for their kid now hates this movie. Let it go. Oh. Let it go. But <laughs> that song alone, we bought a Build-A-Bear for my daughter and it ran out of batteries. And so it became a demonic. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go on, Joel. Uh, this one went, made one point two billion dollars at the box office. One of our biggest ones on here. Not the, the biggest, but one of the biggest. And I feel like this one, if you remember, it was really cool animation the first time we saw it. Like just the snowscapes and even the ice effects when she's building the castle. It's become so cliche now because we've seen it so many times. When you first watch it, you're like, wow, that actually looks really good. And who knew that Kristen Bell had such a good singing voice? Like when she came out as Anna and singing her songs, which I, I actually think Love is an Open Door is probably the best song in the soundtrack. I agree. I love the duet. 
story behind it aside, because yeah. I, I do feel like every time people sing that one, I'm like, oh, you're cursed. But I really do enjoy that song. It's cute. It won two Academy Awards for Best Animated Feature and Best uh, Best Original Song from the wickedly talented Adele Dazeem. <laughs> well done. <laughs> and this one, uh, it like I said, adorable characters. Even Olaf is is a lot of oh, fun. Oh, stop in this it. Song. He is <laughs> this is so Sven. good. No, it is. Seeing you lose all integrity right now is great. Yeah, it's you're totally worth it. Until then. He is good in this one. He gets a little, goes a little too far. You know who else too, is but. good? Their parents. The parents that just let Elsa stay in their room and then go get killed. <laughs> Those rock trolls. Why are there rock trolls? I'm not sure. Why is there Kristoff? Kristoff actually makes sense. No, he doesn't all. You could take him right out of the movie. He'd no, be the same he movie. has no. There's no point there. Point to him. No, because he's there to be the guide for Anna, who has no experience in the wilderness. Of course, she needs a guide. She would have done and it anyway. And a ranger to go get her sister. To. I love Sven. Yoo-hoo. Yeah. yeah, and the guy at the shop. Picks him up a blowout. <laughs> I feel like this one sets a bad precedent. For, I, be, I like for, that you reference that, Zach. Your yeah. hair looks great today, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Hmm. I, I hate that it sets a bad precedent for movie villains because like, I feel like Hans is like only shoehorned. There's a story in the last 15 minutes, and that's pretty much it. Well, this isn't about villains, Kent. This is about relationships. Well, I'm sorry you don't understand. Oh, uh, tell us how much you love the, the personal relationships in this movie. This how it a, changes the Disney dynamic. No, Please it, go it, on. It doesn't, but I'm just saying this isn't about hero no, versus it does. villain. This is it about does, relationship between like the sisters. Direction. Do you know they got a committee of people, uh, of sisters, to help write the, the, the screenplay for this, to get an re- accurate representation of... of uh, sisters relationships oh that, uh, so they got a committee to write this that's why it changes tone so many times <laughs> that's why it's okay. only musical for the first half ah yes how they clearly were headed towards elsa being the villain they're like wait a minute her dress is pretty she'll be popular and sell toys <laughs> and they're like just kidding it's so many true. toys i i do wish the plot I, I, i'm shooting myself in the foot but i have to no, be look true to have, myself we have to i'll do the same thing i wish the plot were as clever as the animation and the characters because i do feel like in regard to Disney lore, the characters they gave us were like perfect for Disney type. The reason archetypes. I hate this movie even more than Let It Go is it overshadowed a masterpiece in Tangled. And Which people, I loved. I like Tangled more than left, Frozen, but it's not on the list. People should. Well, because it's a great movie. It's <laughs> yeah, awesome. it's it, not. There's no, no way tired of Tangled. No way. Yeah. I will say this. I don't have children, so I have not seen this movie a thousand times. So it may serve in your favor, Joel. Yes. We'll see. What do you got, Kent? My Little Pony from 2017. Dang it! Oh, <laughs> you stole it! <laughs> you guys saw this together. It was adorable. We did. We got this together. <laughs> so Joel and I went and saw this movie. Uh, thankfully, there was a female present with us as well. Yes. But there was a dad with his kids and his wife. And he saw us walking by. He goes, see, honey, I'm not the only one. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, but we're here as guys coming to see this without our families. We didn't bring our kids to this movie. We're basically bronies. Don't say that. You, you, you were. Fluttershy for life, but don't say that. Oh, Pinkie Pie all the way. You know, Kent, this is actually the lowest budget and lowest grossing of any movie on the list. Is it? Yeah, six point, yeah hipster 6. pride. 6. 5 for the budget and $61.3 million at the box office. It didn't even break 100 So the story of this one, after a dark force conquers Canterlot, the main six, by the way, that's Pinkie Pie and Fluttershy and the You game. know all of them. Come on. Really? Yeah. Okay. Applejack, Twilight Sparkle, Rainbow Dash, Pinkie Pie, Verity. Rarity. Rarity. And who am I missing? Fluttershy. Fluttershy. Oh, I said her first. No, you... you I said Fluttershy you went, in the you, game. Yeah, you, know, you went back yeah, to yeah. Applejack. And then yeah, Fluttershy. Yeah. We are bronies. Uh, we're not bronies. <laughs> you guys are just counting on your fingers the main six. I've never been... You said there <laughs> No, was, I was just counting for I've the I've never been to a convention. I'm never going to a convention. So they go beyond Equestria, meet new friends, and go on ex- exciting challenges to save their homeland. There's a villain here. And, and so... What Frozen doesn't have in a villain, somehow My Little Pony does have a good villain. With Tempest? With Tempest. Or Fizzle Pop Berry Twist? Yes. Voiced by Emily Blunt. Basically, she was bullied (laughs) and her horn broke. And that's why she wanted to take over the world. 
it's funny, but it works in this. And I think this movie didn't do a lot to bring in new fans at no. all. I just think it was like a love letter to people that have followed the show. And they're like, hey, here's a... This, How long is it? It's an hour and 39 minutes. Yeah. Here's a little love letter to you. This is an average episode of the TV show. It's not even one of the better TV show episodes. There's some great episodes of the TV show, though. But this isn't one of them. This movie is kind of like an average an average outing into Did the My Little laugh? Pony French Magic Did Universe. we laugh? Well, we laughed because we were in the theater watching My Little Pony in October. <laughs> <laughs> it was an October movie, huh? Yeah. But I do love that it's traditional animation. It didn't need to go CG to pander yeah. to new audiences. Yeah. And so they kept it to what the fans loved. I love how it's like starring Kristen Chenoweth, Lee Schreiber, Michael Pena, Sia, Tay Diggs, Zoe Saldana. Wow. Yeah. And side roles... Because we have the main six, the main boys. Which is actors. great, though, that they didn't replace them with anyone. It is, but I like they try to have this like star-powered list, but they all have like five-minute cameos and they walk right. off. I do think it was too safe as a movie. Like, it's too tame, but still enjoyable. Dang it. I wanted My Little Pony. I like things ironically. So, have you, Jack, are you a choice. fan of My Little Pony? I'm not a brony, but I, I do sort of ironically think they're pretty fun. They're so. fun episodes. Yeah. yeah, they are. Yeah. Did you see the movie? Yeah. Okay. It was, I, I agree with you, Joel. I think it was like, like an average episode, but you know, it's a pretty decent show. So. Yeah. An yeah. average episode of My Little Pony is better than most movies on this list. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Quotes. All right. My pick. Oh, man. We're, are we getting to the really bad ones? We're, 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 in, we're in average range already. Okay. This is the sixth movie so far. Average of the bad. Yeah. I'm going with 2002's Ice Age. That was my pick as well. Hey. So this one, uh, this is the original one where it's they find a human infant and they're just trying to return it to the tribe. There was no overly complicated story or stretched out believability where it's like, why are they doing what they're doing? That's this, not until the sequels. Yeah. <laughs> this is only 81 minutes. The shortest movie in the entire That barely that qualifies the, as a feature. That is the longest 81 minutes. Which, <laughs> Joel? No, but that's what I'm saying, though. Like, in regard to kids' movies, you throw this one, you're like, oh, thank goodness. That was so quick. Can I, I ask a favor? Yeah. yeah. Can we do an Ice Age anthology show? <gasps> Ice Age retrospective, where we watch all five movies. There's five? But you There's have five. to defend them, like the Michael Bay episode. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, so this one was... Okay, the animation has not aged well. Really poorly. But it has. But uh, it, it was an original story with unique characters, and it gave us Scrat, which I do enjoy the Scrat's Scrat. the best part of the movie. It, every time Scrat pops up, it's kind of the interlude thing. I'm like, ha ha, Scrat. <laughs> because it's the whole thing of like telling a story without words. And I'm, all, I'm always short, intrigued by that. a short film placed within the movie where you have Ray Romano hey. as the main character. Debra, Debra, Debra's not... Raymond. <laughs> Not a mammoth. And then you got John Leguizamo as the fastest sloth in the world. Yeah, Sid the sloth. Because like he's a sloth, but he doesn't actually do anything sloth-like. Yeah. And then Dennis Leary as the... Diego. Uh, as the, the saber-toothed tiger. Right. Actually, one of the parts I genuinely laugh at is when he's doing peekaboo with the baby. I don't know why. The baby is hilarious. one of the most hideous creations in CG history. I think I just I just watched, a, was it an Honest Trailer or CinemaSins or one of those, but they said, you know, Disney tries to make their characters look cute. Whereas DreamWorks is like, nah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I chose Ice Age because I feel like this is watching it again. There, there were it's the best Ice Age. It is the best Ice Age. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, better than the real one. <laughs> but <laughs> too it's, soon. It's a pretty simple story, but I think that's good. <laughs> I think it's good for people to, to kids to be able to watch that. And there's enough humor, I think, to pee. Do you think kids could still get into it, even though the animation is so dated? I think so, only because my kids watch stupid. Flash animation YouTube videos. Oh, still wow. Tiny baby brains. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not saying kids are dumb, but they like dumb stuff. Yes. Sometimes. And sometimes they're dumb. I'm trying. Guys, <laughs> here's the thing. I, I feel like such a snob because I try so hard 
to have my kids like good movies. For example. Well, I, for example, I show them a movie and they're like, are there sequels for this? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, there are no sequels. Right. Because I'm like, I don't want you to watch the sequel and say, I like number four best. And I'm like, number four is never the best of yeah. any franchise. Um, Shrek disagrees with you. Uh, Shrek forever after. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I, th- I felt like I had a parenting win this past week because I watched Trolls World Tour, which is not going to be mentioned on this show. Yeah, it didn't make the cut. But it should have been because it's atrocious. And I, my, I have a 10-year-old and a 6-year-old. And my 6-year-old's like, Dad, you got to watch it. You're going to love it. My 10-year-old goes, Dad, it sucks. And I'm like, watch your mouth, but <laughs> also I'm, high five. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is the, it's, these aren't great movies. But I think Ice Age is one of the le- okay. lesser offensive ones. I think that this is still like, honestly, these are decent. I don't think we're into like truly terrible yet. Speaking of bad animation, my next choice is from 2005 and it's Madagascar. Dang it. Oh. You took my neck. Why are you copying my list? Because we have very similar interests when it comes to this. We know what's bad and what's good. So Madagascar, kind of like Ice Age, it doesn't look great. Oh, it looks so bad. Yeah. It's but just, it's got King Julian. And that's the best part of the movie. <laughs> I like the movie, movie. I for, like the movie, For your movie. Scrat, I have King Julian. And I think Scrat is a great fun part of the movie but a very short part king julian is a good feature king julian is like the opposite of scrat he talks too much but it's it's so much fun it It really is the most fun part because it's sasha baron cohen having a good time because i mean look i actually just want to talk about the bad parts but i know that's not part of the game (laughs) you can if you want to you can talk about the lazy humor and the animation that that looks really dated and all the fart noises tons of uh, yeah scatological humor yeah and it's a lot of references in this movie music by hans zimmer <laughs> <laughs> see thank you joel music by hans zimmer He's slumming he is slumming <laughs> are madagascar. you saying he got a paycheck for madagascar i think he may have got paid for this yes but i do love these movies hans were zimmer. very successful then there was the disney copycat called the wild yeah. Oh yeah! Kind of Did that come out about. before or after? I think after. it was within a month. I'm trying to remember. It may have been made before because we had a copycat show where we talked about both. Mm-hmm. But Ben Stiller is good as the lion. Chris Rock is good as the zebra. Uh, Ross, yeah, Ross, Ross is the giraffe with Actually, a broken the, neck. Yeah, the giraffe is it's pretty cool. Like I, the think giraffe, it's a, it's I think is probably the strongest character. I agree because he's funny. Yeah, and there's actually like a personality to him other than like I forgot what I'm like in nature. But this movie but this has some good jokes. Can, I'm telling you, though, when yes. it comes to zoo design, worst I've ever seen. It's not even <laughs> realistic. They have like three foot fences and like it's supposed to be Central Park Zoo. And it's like these three you're, foot fences. You're saying this movie where animals are celebrities and yes. dancing in the street. It's unrealistic. I'm saying that like I'm like, it's not even like a real zoo. It's like a mini golf course where they have predators and prey living right Let's next to each other. Let's pull back Ice Age again real quick and talk about realism. Okay, go so for it. So they're rescuing this Inuit child. Yeah. And then in the next movie, they find dinosaurs. Um, that's the next movie. Can, <laughs> were you around back then? Maybe there were dinosaurs. I hope so. But I'm saying that just like the design, I was like, look, you had these characters look stylized. Well, they, sure. They're but trying the to zoo, make it like a ritzy, ritzy Central Park Zoo. And of course it doesn't make sense. It's like a two foot fence and a lion sitting there talking to a But they giraffe. love their life. They love it so much they that they know? struggle when they get to Madagascar. And you love how... Uh, <laughs> How Ben Stiller's uh, character of the line, I can't remember his name right now, uh, but how he does Blue Steel. Yeah. Because of their, their it's actually the Zoolander fame. Alex. <laughs> Alex is his name. It's Alex. Alex. Of course Thank it you. is. Of course it's Alex. I can only remember Melman. Um, excuse me. I don't uh, trust the uh, zoo architecture. Pivot. <laughs> Pivot. All right, Joel, you're up. What do you got next? Okay. This was one I'm going to pick now where... I thought it was going to be so much worse 
huh. than it actually was. Because I chose Storks. Storks. Oh, so Storks. It's, thanks, thanks for not choosing any of mine. That's coming <laughs> off the board early. Storks was one where I went into it just like, I am going to hate this. It looks so Boss. bad. <laughs> you just love Andy Samberg. Do you love him? Yes, I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. How you like me now? Cool. 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 So if you like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you're probably going to like Storks. Oh, that's a strong claim. No, because it's that Adams and Andy Samberg type of humor. And you get kind of this Andy, this... Uh, Jake, uh, what is his last name? Peralta. Uh, so they have that type of character. He's that type of character that's kind of, you know, a little bumbling, little Can you foolish. give us the story synopsis? Oh, yes, story? please. Because you talked about realism, about the zoo walls. <laughs> Could you talk about storks real quick? Well, okay. In this fantasy world, Kent, <laughs> not Central Park Zoo. Because it wasn't a fantasy cartoon. Uh, storks have moved on from delivering babies to packages. But when an order for a baby appears, the best delivery stork must scramble to fix the error by delivering the baby. So this is directed by uh, Nick Stroller, who did Forgetting Sarah Marshall and Neighbors. And Neighbors <laughs> 2. Yeah. Very rated R movies. Yeah. But now this one he did. I did. Like I said, I didn't find it annoying as I thought I would. It was a, it was a funny job by Andy Samberg. There were enough funny jokes. The, ba- the baby being cute joke never got old for me the entire time. You didn't just find it loud. This movie was aggressively loud to me. No, I didn't think it was loud. And you got, you got Key and Peele doing the wolves, which made me laugh. Like the 900 jokes they repeat. Yeah. But it was good. Wolf playing. It was so well, hard. <laughs> That's the joke. It was funny, though. So, yeah, Storks. That's like up funny. I like up. Okay. Remember? I know. But I feel like Storks is one of those that I wouldn't have given a shot had my kids not forced me to watch it. But it was one I watched then and I'm like, I was not annoyed by that. I actually kind of enjoyed parts. <laughs> That's the bar. Wow. That's the bar we're at now. It's slowly <laughs> it's, sinking. It's only getting worse. Getting. Oh, that fear of quicksand is real. Oh, man. That, our, by, by the end, it's going to be like, I didn't jump out of a building while watching this. That's a win. Our integrity is slowly degrading. <laughs> or quickly. I want to hear you say all of the good things about these terrible movies. That's what I'm trying to do. And the kid's like, your integrity is gone. <laughs> I'm so excited. For my next pick. What do you got? I'm going into the unknown. Oh, wow. Into the Take unknown. It. Take it. Take it, Kent. The highest grossing on the list, $1.4 billion. <laughs> How? Because it's a Frozen sequel. Six years after that first one, got crazy popularity. Uh, Joel, I know you just recently watched this one. I did. And this one, like, I'm an, I'm, I'll have to give both sides on this because I can't just say it's like a great movie. This is a tier two of this list. You're not gonna going to talk it up for Zach? Well, Zach's seen it. I've seen it. You're not going to try and convince him? Like, he already knows it's great. It makes no sense. The visuals are amazing. The environments, like, the animation is top-notch. But it makes no sense. It makes no sense. They made up the rules as they went along. Yep, they did. They are like, ah, uh, now you know there's fog. It doesn't let people in. Hey, Elsa's the ice queen, but let's give her expanded ice powers. You know my favorite thing a movie sequel does is? When it completely resets everything that was done in the first movie. When it's like, okay, Elsa's made this character so arc, doesn't make, now she's insecure again. Does it make the first movie worse? Because you know how they give the whole explanation of the parents? Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, Elsa, we don't really know what's going on. Stay in your room. No. I, I think these two movies together make each other worse. There is a tonal shift as far as uh, Christoph's whole betrothal comedy scenes. Oh. But when he sings Lost in the Woods... Love it or hate it, it's different enough to wake you up. And that's what this movie needed. That's it's something a, to wake you, you up. You say wake you up because it's true because your eyes start glazing over and that comes on. You're like, what's happening? Why is he singing with reindeer in Bohemian Rhapsody style? And it's kind of classic. 
It's pretty fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's fun. And this too. movie is desperately looking for the next most annoying song on the planet, which is still Let It Go. I think Into the Unknown is better. You think it's a better song? I think it's a better song. No, it is a better song. It's not as annoying, not as, annoying. as Let no. It Go. I don't know. No, it's I a, don't know. Joel, it's awful. It's just not as awful. Well, the problem is this one's dominating my house right now. Although my children yeah. absolutely love this soundtrack and listen to it all the time. I know. And I find it annoying until I see my little two-year-old yeah. singing along oh, to Olaf's why wasn't this like a uh, When I'm pick? Older thing. Because I still can't stand it. I love my two-year-old. I love when she sings it, but I can't. I don't like Have they movie. made you go on to like Spotify and go for the unreleased tracks? Because there's some good unreleased tracks they didn't put in this movie. No, thank they goodness. They probably should have. Don't listen to this, kids. <laughs> <laughs> if they're listening now. You know what I really love from my snowman? Existential dread. Yeah, you love that. You love when they just like worry about how they became created and where they're going. Like, it's the movie for adults, basically. This felt like, but it felt like the B sides. It felt like the B sides of songs with like this new cool animation they had. Well, th- this is the disadvantage of maybe this list because there's not there's not all these sequels. Like we talk about Madagascar, but not two or three, or Despicable Me, but not two or three. Sequelitis is real. Mm-hmm. And when oh. it gets to a sequel like this, you're going to feel it. Well, just because it felt like... It, okay, so this movie, spoiler alert for Frozen 2. You've seen you it. You haven't seen it 30 But like times. I said, she also goes back to her, her point one, which was I'm unsure of who I am. I'm like, what happened to the last movie when you discovered who you were? And then her and Elsa are once again estranged. The river was singing to her, Joel. But then it gets to the end and all of a sudden Anna's willing to sacrifice an entire town of people that she grew up with to... What Unlock it, a fog forest yeah, that a, you just met. It's a challenging with movie. With forced diversity in it. Yeah. Oh, wow. You just you just made it deeper for me, Joel. Thank you. I just got to the end and I was like, well, that was kind of stupid. But she saved the day while riding no, a water horse. That was Elsa. She didn't yeah, know Elsa, Elsa was going to do that. Anna basically said, okay, I'm killing everyone I knew and loved. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming they're oh, up in Anna's the hills. Anna's irredeemable. She can die. She's so, she's so adorable, though. Her name's Anna. <laughs> <laughs> did I say Anna or is Anna? I said Anna. Anna. We I meant did. Anna. Well, I think Frozen 2 is like the Batman and Robin because uh, they just swap out costumes all the time so they can sell merchandise. merchandise. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I don't... I honestly, so I... A quick story here. I went to China. I went to um, a, a couple cities in China and I actually went into this store that was playing a 30-second clip of Frozen and it was just into the unknown over Ooh, and over wow. and over again. Still didn't get that sick of it. So really, honestly, I, don't I do mind like it. the the aria that goes with it. The little, yeah, little, it, it was that part. Yeah, like how they and they come together. I kind of uh, like that. But then at really the end, cool. like it was one of those things where okay, whenever a movie uh, or a TV show, whenever the final battle takes place in someone's mind, mm-hmm. I kind of lose interest. I'm like, there's no real stakes here. Like no one's actually no, getting the, hurt. And the side characters introduced here are really forgettable. Once again, like Frozen One, there's no great villain. There is no villain here. Grandfather. Mm-hmm. You, in the past, grandfather was the great villain. <laughs> but then there's the rock monsters that come and go, and they're fine unless they're not. No, not like not like not not the little rock. Trolls. No, I know the big giant the ones big, big, that are threatening, but they're heads. they're not meant to be evil either. I yeah. don't even know what you're talking about. Well, they have. Okay, <laughs> I so forgot they, about that part. They have the four <laughs> elements. That's they have right. this little little uh, toothless lizard. What uh, about Lilo Dallas? And then yeah, they have multipass. Well, that's the thing. Apparently, Elsa is the fifth element, which is ice. Which is not water. It's just water, I guess. Well, look, if you missed that day in science class, <laughs> <laughs> it 
Uh, all right, which all what's right. your pick? Joel, you're up next. Okay. We just did a review on you Frozen 2. You made me two. scroll down for that one. Thank you for coming to our Frozen 2 Bacon Bit. All right. I picked this one, and I knew I could pick it later on because I knew Kent was going to put it way, way down. This tied for biggest budget uh, on our list along with Froze, or with the Cars 3. I cho- I'm choosing the good dinosaur. What? Now, Kent, lest you forget. This is bottom three for Lest me. you forget, I did not hate this movie as much as you and Jacob did. Why didn't you? What happened? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you exactly why. Because this is, without a doubt, the most beautifully animated movie on this list. The uh, just the visuals of this movie in regards to the Yellowstone environment, desert scenes. No, it's this beautiful, like beautiful water scenes and mountain scenes. You think between this and Frozen Two? You think this one's still I think this one's better, better animated? Because this one looks, it's like realism. You're More watching. Landscape. Yeah, you're watching this landscape and you're like, it looks like a real landscape. And then this hokey dinosaur comes walking through. Right. It looks kind of terrible. Right. And I really don't understand the premise of what if the meteor didn't kill the dinosaurs? And then they don't follow it up. Yeah. Basically, no, they they're like, dinosaurs get jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but <laughs> it, like they did it more clever and onward. Of like oh, actually creating uh, a, you know a society out of it, uh, yeah, wasted opportunity. But Irrigating one, dinosaurs. You yeah. put this one on like 4K, beautiful TV. You play this one in the background, and you're not going to get sick of it because I mean is you're going to be like, is this what you use to help put you to sleep? Well, this is like the stuff you put on in a TV to show off the or in a TV store to show it off. Like you work at Best Buy or Costco or something like that. And landscape is good, but the main dinosaurs are kind of awful. Well, like, they are. They look like Sinclair dinosaurs. It's, it's, I don't like the art style. But, no, that's just it. But, but yeah, the, the environments are amazing. I think they blew right. their budget on the environments, and then they're like, crap, we only got a crayon to draw the main well, characters. <laughs> what do we do? Remember this one? They made the whole movie. It was almost like a solo sort of thing. They made a whole movie. Mm-hmm. Someone didn't like it along the way. They fired the whole voice cast and rewrote the whole movie and released yeah. it the same year as Inside Out. And this one is like, everyone loved Inside Out. And I say everyone. Yeah. I didn't love it. But th- this one came out there like, what happened, Pixar? What just well, happened? And I feel like this was a straightforward Western, and I don't know why they needed to put dinosaurs and a dog child in it. Uh, but yeah. I, that really didn't make a lot of sense to me. But I, I think maybe it's because I have a soft place in my heart for Yellowstone. But mm. because I go up there, we go up there almost every summer. And right. I watched this one, and it was like, oh, my gosh, this is that same type of environment. And I love that. It's the same Lion King story. Dad dies. It's so it's such a rip off of so many other There's movies. So many other movies. <laughs> I got a review from a seven year old on Common Sense uh, Media, <laughs> and the seven year old said, "And I don't think he's seven, by the way. I think it's a parent." But it says, "I am seven, and I really love Disney movies, but this one, the worst." <laughs> That's there's no real grammar here. First, there were a lot of really gross things in the movie, like bug heads getting ripped off. There's also yeah. a close up view of this. It's so creepy. Lots of violence. This is the real truth about the good dinosaur. I hated it. Wow. From the wow. kids, Joel. From the kids. Mouth I think this is a movie maybe for older people that want to just kids, take their dentures out and fall asleep. My kids have never asked to see this movie after we watched it, to be honest. But like, I think about moments but, like the fireflies in, in the in the tall grass. Like That's a beautiful moment. And I think it's one that people remember. So you're saying... Even if they don't remember the rest of the movie. Okay. To help Zach mix up a lot of the annoying, aggressively annoying movies like Storks, this one would help kind of change the pace. Hmm. Yeah, like this is one you could put on and like fall asleep to or just oh, put on in the background and be that. like a okay. beautiful end. Like, like say you were quarantined indoors for a long period of time. <laughs> Let's just uh, say that. You could put this on and be like, oh, beautiful outdoor environment. Well, Joel, I hate this movie. Bad choice. Next. <laughs> <laughs> but it's beautiful. You have to admit it it's beautiful. It is beautiful. I, I will agree. Terrible movie. Oh, this is tough. But I'm going to go for, I'm choosing for Zach here and not what I think is a better movie. <laughs> the Secret Life of Pets. Ooh. Okay. 
And because I know Zach is a dog fan. I am. And this is, you don't need a synopsis here. The writers are like, hey, what's a good movie? Toy Story. <laughs> no, no. What's a really good story? What's a really good movie? Oliver and Company. No, no. What's a really good movie? Flushed Away. Homeward Bound, I guess. <laughs> flushed Away. Did you say Flushed hey, Away? Better flushed movie. Away is good. Better movie than Secret Life of Pets. Well, that's why I didn't make this list. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same exact story. Yeah, it's like, hey, guys, wouldn't it be fun to see what animals do? And then they showed it all in the trailer, which is apparently listen, listen to System of a Down. But what the movie tells you is animals don't really do much. They're kind of actually boring yeah. unless one of them gets lost and they go on a huge adventure in the sewers. One of them was forced lost. One of them knocked over by a lamp, I think, and falls out the window into Sid's yard, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then the other one has to go save him. This one does have like the, the comedy here is great. Uh, yeah. I, I, Louis C.K. is great, Kent. <laughs> the, Zach, if you vote for this one, you're voting for Louis C.K. Oh, so, much, so much that they replaced him in the sequel Man, with Kevin Pat Oswalt. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Hart actually, as Snowball the Bunny, he's fine. Yeah, with the poop jokes in the trailer. So here's a really clever quote, and it's a conversation between Buddy and Pops. And Buddy says that they're walking into the sewer, and Buddy says, "Wait, wait, who's Buddy and who's doesn't matter? Pops, pets. They're pets." Buddy says, "Are they both dogs?" Buddy says, "What does that smell?" And Pops says, "It's poo poo with a dash of caca." (laughs) (laughs) Kids movies are the worst. Why do kids movies always resort to that? There's so much. I looked at the hold your children to a higher standard of humor. Fart jokes are funny, Joel. I looked at the parents' guide on each of these, and it was all pooper fart jokes. Yeah, on every single one of these. So if movies. we do the parents' guide game with this one, yeah, well, but that's what we'll do. I chose this one strictly for the animal lovers who maybe didn't like Toy Story or couldn't relate. This one has really loud animals, and so if you're an animal <laughs> fan, yay! Honestly, the best part of this movie is the teaser trailer before it even came out, where it's just like. What happens when pets are alone? I like the gag of the poodle doing the head bashing to the thrash metal. That's yeah. funny. That was it. The dachshund uh, getting scratches from the kitchen. That aid. grossed me out. That's gross. All right, Joel. You got another pick. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, by the way, we are just over halfway through. That was Kent's sixth pick. This is now Joel's sixth Ooh, pick. Oh, it's getting good. Okay. Well, you know, I'm going to go with Hotel Transylvania 3. <laughs> <laughs> You sound, so, your heart's in it. Now, I actually, I've been pleasantly surprised by the Hotel Transylvania Hotel Transylvania franchise because it is like the animated version of Grown Ups. You should hate it, right? I should. But the thing is, I was like, you know, I'll give the first one a shot. Now, I don't want to talk about the other ones. This, this one isn't as witty as the first one or even the second one. This one kind of drifts by and it's about, okay, so this is when Count Dracula and all his hotel and guests. It's apparently, called the, the colon is summer vacation. Yeah, they go on a cruise mm-hmm. to the Bermuda Triangle. And Dracula needs to fall in love because everyone else has a zing. significant other. And he, he needs has to zing. Yeah, for the second time in his life. So and this is, it stars and, uh, Adam Sandler, Andy Samberg, Selena Gomez, Kevin James, Fran Drescher, Steve Buscemi, Molly Shannon, David Spade, Keegan Michael Key, like a, a ton of people that you know from these types of movies. And you should know Brooks. It. You know, he's a comedic legend. He's a comedic legend, Kent. Mel Brooks is. <laughs> he's in like 12 of these movies, by the way. Uh, <laughs> the animation, though, actually is still pretty fun. It's like I like I like the look of Hotel Transylvania. Well, it's Jendi Tarkovsky. Yes. And this, that style is great. It's Dexter's he Clone Wars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he did Clone Wars. He did the first two Hotel Transylvania's. So, uh, yes, the premise is ridiculous. But this is kind of the end of the line of the franchise. Like, you can yeah. tell they're running out of steam. They're making a fourth. Oh, my gosh. 
Stop. That's how exasperated you got by number three. So because you I like the first I two. Thought, I, th- I think they're enjoyable. And even this one, I still was like, eh, fine. I think I get. I did. I gave it three stars. So I'm like, you, you know did? what? I'm like, yeah, average. It passed the time. I was not offended by it. Except for the music at the end was really annoying. When the, the Awaken the Kraken music the, was annoying. The DJ battle at the end? Yeah. With the Macarena. They used the Macarena. They literally used the Macarena. In 2018. I like the Macarena. I'm That's, just kidding. It's okay to like the Macarena if you want to. No. But this is definitely... It it had enough fun moments to keep me entertained. Was it Monster Tinder that Dracula was on? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't that? No, but they had the great gag of like that hot witch and then he he clicks on her and she's like this old hag and she doesn't look like her profile picture. That's funny. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah, It's it's funny. Here's what I don't like about this movie because I like the first two. Yeah. Like my kids really like these movies and I was like, the third one's coming out. You are a big Adam Sandler fan. Somehow in these movies I am until (laughs) the third one. When like I think the side characters are the, some of the better parts, and there was nothing to do, like it was just a Dracula story, and it wasn't really strong. He or Mavis or anyone, no one had anything to do except for fall in love, which is sequelitis in all these. Well, because they movies. were trying to focus on uh, Van Helsing and that whole thing, which right. was kind of ridiculous. Right, but man, <laughs> I have a, a friend who uh, she's a, a mom of a couple kids, and I asked her this question: like, what are the worst animated movies? And her two answers were The Good Dinosaur and Hotel Transylvania 3. So uh, you wow. didn't win her over. Wow. Ooh, hope she doesn't listen. My next pick is from 2017. It's Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Ooh, okay. After Ferdinand, a bull with a big heart, is mistaken for a dangerous beast, he is captured and torn from his home. Determined to return to his family, he rallies a misfit team on the ultimate adventure. It's an hour and 48 minutes. So Starring it's John Cena! John Cena is a voice actor. Who knew? He's so talented. Can we call him a voice actor? Or did, did he walk into a booth and say things? And Listen, then it got Ray Romano and John Leguizamo. Better than John Cena. Ray Romano. Because John Cena actually kind of, people don't know his voice well enough that it could be the main character. You can't unsee Raymond when, you're, when you see Manny. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Man. So John Cena is probably the best part about this movie because he's a oh big oaf. Oh my gosh. He's a big oaf in real life. Yeah. And the story itself is cute. I like the short story. You know David Tennant's in this, right? Is he really? He's the Scottish cow. Perfect. But you just said that John Cena was is the best bones? part. He's Bones, huh? Uh, is Bones the most? I don't know their names. He's the one that has the hair in front of his eyes that can't see the whole time. Okay. See? This movie just got better. It's got Flula Borg in it, too, who I think is funny. Flula. Yeah. And then as Kate McKinnon. And, pe- and poop jokes in the trailer. <laughs> For example, here's a quote. I can't wait to show you to the rest of the guys. They're going to fertilize the yard. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Ferdinand has the longest runtime of any movie on the list. 108 minutes. You'll be suffering through this movie no, for 108 minutes. There's no scared. suffering in this movie because it's still a tier two it's of this It's a long list. movie. <laughs> movie? Oh. Uh, <laughs> no. I'm really sorry. But I think Ferdinand, it definitely plays on the typical tropes of bull in the china shop and, and this, he is a cute character and the story it's based off of is fun cute but character. like a lot of animated movies it does stretch it out way too long this and the, it, but there's so much i want to say uh one go thing on, I, go on. Well, I was just gonna say it, it, but you're gonna get after me because it defies the laws of physics where like he can fit into some small spaces oh, but yeah. the other ones he's like oh i can't fit in there i'm too big and i'm right. like you were just going through a doorway <laughs> the size of a human it uh, does fall into the typical tropes where um Basically, the animals are riding a car at the end and it's yeah. chasing. That's in like four of these movies. On There's the list. a lot of these movies where I'm like the Finding Dory syndrome. Yeah, It's like, is it really happening or is it not really happening? Right. 
because are like when the guy's sitting there having conversations, like he's looking out in the, which bull to pick in the arena yes. and they're looking at him like, Oh, pick me, pick me. And I'm like, if I were a bull owner and the bulls were actually conscious of what I was doing, that would be weird when I send them off to meet Charlotte's web. Yeah. <laughs> this one, by the way, had a weird, had one of those weird rotten tomato things where like 71% of the critics gave it a positive score. So I got 71. 50% from the from the audience. Oh, wow. So apparently this is critically acclaimed. <laughs> critically acclaimed. Ferdinand. Ferdinand. <laughs> the shy bull. All right, Joel, your <sighs> pick is next. Come on. Where are we at? They're all bad. I, I They're am, all bad from I think here. that might have been the last like redeemable one. Okay. Just, I would like to, I, I'm going to check in with the listener yeah, really quickly. What do we quickly. have left on the list? What's left is B-Movie, The Boss Baby, The Emoji Movie, Happy Feet, Ice Age Continental Drift, Minions, Shark Tale and Trolls. Good luck, Joel. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Oh, you seem confident. No, I don't. I don't. I am going to go with B-Movie. I do like memes. That's what I was going to say. That's I, it. That's one of my pros. It says memes because I've seen the memes where it's like every time they make, every time they say the word B, it gets faster. It gets faster. Every time they make faster. a B pun, it goes faster. Memes are generally there because it's so bad though. So B movie is the story's Barry B. Benson. A, <laughs> I'm done already. <laughs> a B just graduated from college is disillusioned at his lone career choice, making honey on a special trip outside the hive. Barry's life is saved by Vanessa, a florist in New York city. As their relationship blossoms, he discovers humans actually eat honey and subsequent, Hold on, subsequently you, decides to sue them. We were what? As their relationship blossoms, human Vanessa, Barry B. Benson. It's oh. a little, it's, it, there's a weird relationship vibe there. And apparently bees can talk to humans. Yeah. And they always have been able to or something. Well, you should probably talk before you date. This was one of those movies where... Take your own advice. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those movies where I feel like they had an idea. It should have worked. It's a high concept idea. Jerry Seinfeld behind it. And then they got to a point and they're like, okay, now let's extend the movie. Like they had the relationship and they're like, let's go with the law with the lawsuit. And it's like this yeah. whole other movie. That's like part two. And it causes the apocalypse. Let's put a B in court. Yeah. Uh, and Ray Liotta. <laughs> Ray Liotta playing himself, which was actually kind of funny. It's funny. That actually was a good one. And then um, B. Larry King. Yeah. B. Larry. Like the puns were so lazy. Too. It's like B. Larry King. Sting shows up in court, though. Instead of Larry B. King or something like that yeah. or something like that. Yeah. They, they really did kind of lean on the puns here and hope that would save them. But they didn't because the budget was 150 million and it only made 293 million. Didn't so I have a quote from this one. Uh, this is from uh, Barry's dad. He says, we're very proud of you, son. And a perfect report card. All B's. Oh, that's the joke. That's <laughs> this the, whole movie. That's the extent of the joke. That's why it's so horrifying to me how they were just so lazy about it. Because Jerry Seinfeld's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. I'm a bee. Would you rather watch this or Ants? B movie. You would? I'd rather yeah. watch Ants. I can Woody I, Allen. Yeah, yeah. Woody Jerry Allen. Seinfeld over Woody Allen. I think so. Yeah, I, I would take B Both movie. so bad. So bad. Okay, Kent. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said that with way too much glee. <laughs> I just because he's off the hook for a second. <sighs> Joel took the other one, so I'm going to have to go with Ice Age Continental Drift from oh. 2010. The fourth? Not the fifth, by the way. Usually by the fifth one, it should be the worst, well, but the the listener picked. I think three what? of them did. Yeah. Ice Age Continental Drift. I did I, I did think it was funny how like they jump over movies like that. Like The listener would be like, not the third one, not or not the second one, not the third one, but the fourth one. <laughs> or the fifth one. Oh, man. So in this movie... Who cares what's happened before? But it does borrow strongly from the plot of the second one. (laughs) 
Manny, Diego, and Sid embark upon another adventure after their continent is set adrift. Using an iceberg as a ship, they encounter sea creatures and battle pirates as they explore a new world. Okay, so like, <laughs> that's what, that was so bizarre to me because like the first couple, it was really, and you're going to laugh, but it, they really tried to go for the realism there. Where it was like Dawn of the Dinosaurs. Well, I, no, I just mean like this is like this is the story of a mammoth and a sloth and a saber tooth tiger trying to get a. It's a road trip. Trying to survive. Yes. Now they're having like monkeys on ice pirate ships, and I'm like, you what mean is happening? Peter Dinklage as Captain Gut. <laughs> I do mean that. The uh, the voice acting he does is great. The fact that there are ice pirates is absolutely ridiculous. It is. But. I know you guys like pop stars in your movies. (laughs) So in this one, you have Jennifer Lopez as Diego's love interest. And also as Manny's daughter. Oh, Queen Latifah, by the way, is Manny's wife. He met her in number two. Mm -hmm. And as his daughter, Nicki Minaj. Very relevant. This is basically (laughs) cats. It's kind of cats. All these animals, uh, not the actors, I should clarify. All these animals should be dead by now. They should. This is not, this story should not be And they still had going. another movie to go. Yeah. This movie made enough money that they made another one that eventually killed it. It's also got Wanda Sykes in it, who I'm not a Wanda oh, Sykes Oh, granny fan. She's sloth. the granny, yeah. The best part about this movie, this was the highlight, is as an animated short, and that, Zach, you'll be able to watch when you pick my team, mm-hmm. has a Simpsons animated short, and it's called The Longest Daycare. Oh. It's actually really good. I've never seen it. Yeah. It's very Yay. funny. Okay, so... Okay, Mr. Pork Barreling, throwing your additions on there to your movies. That's not fair. Well, look, it's part of the movie. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. If you get this in streaming, you're not getting that. So does that mean with the uh, Pixar and the Disney, we get the short before, too? Yes. No. Mm. Only on Ice Age, not Mental <laughs> Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> but there's a funny line. This is actually a legitimately funny line, and it's not about fart jokes. It's from Sid, and he says, If I don't make it, find me a wife and tell her I love her. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's that's about what I said during yeah. the movie, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I just got that. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Good yeah. job, Leguizamo. All right. All right. Good choice, Kent. Joel. You know, oh. Finding Nemo gets so yeah. much love. <laughs> this is my pick, too. Finding Nemo. Get, no, it's not. It's my pick now. <laughs> because I'm choosing Shark Tale. Oh, man. Because I'll tell you, what kids really wanted in 2004 was... References to The Godfather and Goodfellas because kids love those movies. (laughs) And so having Robert De Niro and Martin Scorsese overrated in his only starring role. Oh, Ken thinks he's actually very good in this role. He's so good in this role (laughs) with his eyebrows. He calls himself with eyebrows. He calls himself Puff Daddy. He does. (laughs) If you don't know, when the son of a gangster shark boss is accidentally killed while on the hunt, his would-be prey and his vegetarian brother decide to use the incident to their own advantage. So Will Smith is the main fish here, and he's touted up as this uh, shark killer. Jack Black is the vegetarian shark who helps him. And I'm impressed with the cast. Will Smith, Robert De Niro, Renee Zellweger, Jack... Renee Zellweger twice in a row for me. Uh, Jack Black, Angelina Jolie, Martin Scorsese... Uh, Dougie Doug. Whoa. <laughs> Peter Falk. Katie Couric. Uh-huh. Uh, the puns in this one are so funny, though. Like, well, they're not even trying. Your animation not holding the up. The weird thing oh. is, this came, I think this came out the exact yeah, same probably, year. This makes me the most seasick. Well, because this came out the exact same year as Finding Nemo, right? And they came yes, out at the same time. Yes, it was, And Finding Nemo looked like this beautiful underworld scene. This looked like these weird-looking eyebrowed fish floating in air. Well, it's like a muddy Times Square that yeah. they highlight in this movie. And it, it looks like barnacles are all over everything. It's not good. The animation, barnacles. like Finding Nemo you watch today, it still looks good. You watch yes. Shark Tale now and you're like, oh, this looks like one of those animated DVDs that you got like from Redbox. Mm-hmm. But the to your version. credit, Joel, this movie has a fish that owns a sushi restaurant. 
and he's like a crazy fish with like a twerked eye. Yeah. It's actually kind of funny. Yeah. Um, also, some of the puns, O.J. Shrimpson. <laughs> That's in the movie. Which is better than B. Larry King. <laughs> you also chose that. I know. But I'm These just are both your movies. I just, I'm so annoyed by the puns in B movie. Uh, instead of Gap, they have Gup. Instead of Old Navy, they have Old Wavy. Instead of Coca-Cola, they have Coral Cola. Instead of Burger King, they have Fish King. I don't get it. Fish a, Burger? Fish King. Why would they have... We don't have Human King. I know. How would you have do King? <laughs> I'm not going to Human King. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ken. Pick next. Well, we are 80% of the way through. We have oh, eight no. choices. Uh, there are five left. What do we have left? And then one of these is not going to get picked. One, one of these, these is, is gonna be not going to be left on the picked. bench. Sad. We are left with The Boss Baby, The Emoji Movie, Happy Feet, Minions, and Trolls. Go, Kent. What do you got? Joel, you want to shake hands? Well, from six feet away and say we're done? I feel like we should be done. Oh, I feel like we shouldn't nope. put ourselves or the listener through this. I think we have to press press on. Kent. And I want you to say good things about all of them. <laughs> the best movie of this five. Oh. Don't say best anytime for the rest of the show, please. My heart hurts. <laughs> Just say my pick. My pick is Boss Baby. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I can't explain Kent, it. That was, I looked, that was the number one worst rated yeah. of the listener poll. I feel like it's because kids are watching this movie so much and there's a Netflix series. Maybe people are thinking of the TV show and they think it's annoying. So the synopsis is, if you haven't seen this one, Zach, have you seen this one? I have. A suit-wearing, briefcase-carrying baby pairs up with his seven-year-old brother to stop the dastardly plot of the CEO of Puppy Co. It's 97 minutes, so it's about 90 minutes too long. It's a, it's a world <laughs> where women are pregnant. Yes. But also babies are manufactured and then delivered and wear well, suits. Babies are almost kind of mind warped on this one because Boss Baby, who actually never gets a name in the movie, his new parents don't give him a name. His name is Boss Baby. It's just Boss Baby. He actually is given a bottle that keeps him from aging. So it pauses his body in a baby-like form while his mind grows and expands to understand the workings of the corporate world he loves so much. So he really is an adult in a baby body. But here's the problem with this movie. Kim. A what? The, the what main one problem? problem. <laughs> okay. Wait, scare me first of all. Boom! Fart poop beauty. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the biggest joke. That's the joke that got the biggest laugh for my kids. Oh. Is when they just... Uh, expletives, uh, poop-related expletives. But the thing that bothers me the most about this movie is that they're, the line between reality and fantasy is so confusing. No, but they actually kind of explain it here, and it's the best part. So there's one part where it's a backyard car chase, and the chubby baby who's kind of funny, they're all chasing down the seven-year-old and trying to get this, this tape from him. Boss Baby is riding this cop car, which is flying through the air, and there's this the seven-year-old is being dragged behind the car, and it seems like this really intense scene, and the parents look outside the window, and the cop car is moving like an inch at a time. Right, and so it does show no, no, that's that just based one, on perspective. But I went through and looked, Ken. I actually did watch videos on this. Yes. And it talks about how he talks, but then they can't because it sounds like baby to the parents. Right. But then when he's talking on the phone at one point, they're like, who's that? So they obviously heard the adult voice. Yeah. And then like there are actual effects that happen because of things that happen in the are fantasy. Are you saying this isn't 100% true? I'm saying, well, then it gets to the end and it's like this unreliable narrator and Toby Maguire saying, that's how I remember it, sweetie. <laughs> but the problem is the line between reality and fiction is blurred so much that there's no stinks and no point. Yeah. 
Um, also, if the villain of this movie got his way, there would be no more babies. Basically, setting up Children of Men. So this <laughs> oh. movie did set up a very, very great, very movie. good movie. Yeah, exactly. I, this has the more baby bums than any other movie we have on this list. I'm pretty sure because <laughs> yeah. that was like a crux for these filmmakers. They're like, hey, what's cute? Baby bums. Throw them in the movie. They're cute. But I, they kept throwing them in. Yeah. See, I just thought that this was a movie version of the uh, Office Boss Baby uh, Saturday Night Live sketch with Beck Bennett. <laughs> Check it out if you haven't. All right, Joel. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Such a good list left. One of these movies is directed by the guy who made Mad Max. Just saying. Yeah, it is. It's not this one, because I'm choosing one that stars many people that we know and love, Kent. <laughs> oh, no. Kent. No. Do you love Michael Keaton? No. Don't do this. Do you love John Hamm? What are you doing? Do you love Sandra Bullock? Stop. Don't do this. And Jeffrey Rush. Don't do this. Joel, you're doing well. I'm choosing Minions. Oh. You chose Minions? The mascot of that Kent, animated I looked, movie. I looked you at Despicable Me and took Minions. One, you took ones that I was going to choose over this. And you're pushing me down to the bottom of my list already. <laughs> but this one, Minions... It's not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Let's talk about the good points. I'll help you out here. Minions Stuart, Kevin, and Bob are recruited by Scarlet Overkill, played by Sandra Bullock, a supervillain who, alongside her inventor husband, Herb, hatches a plot to take over the world. And so they're looking for the next great evil. They find a Tyrannosaurus Rex. They're looking for anyone throughout time, because I guess they're kind of timeless. Except for when they go into hiding during World War II, because they didn't want to have to portray the minions following Hitler. Weird. <laughs> Strange. That's literally why they put them in the um, ice cave. If the sequel makes enough, I bet they do a spinoff movie. With him and Hitler? Hitler and minions. <laughs> Jojo Rabbit happened. <laughs> so... Look, look, this movie no. suffers from the side characters being put as the main characters. Yeah. But Sandra Bullock and John Hamm are having such a good time. Collecting a paycheck. Yes. <laughs> there are 1960s references. Kids love that. Did it need to be in the 60s? No. <laughs> but it worked. And there are, <laughs> there are royal, royal guards in their underwear. That's kind of funny, right? Yeah. Here's the thing. Positive about this movie, it made $1.1 billion. Uh-huh. Yeah. Big positive. And also, a budget of $74 million, so pretty low, too. Here's another positive. The one good thing about this pandemic we're experiencing right now is that it's pushed the next Minions movie a full year back. Woo. So we're getting this July of 2021 I'll instead say this. of this year. Can I say something positive about Please Minions? Do. It could have been worse. Oh. I looked. I watched this movie, and I went, you know what? I didn't like that, but it could have been worse. Because there were some gags in this that made me smile. I didn't laugh, but <laughs> so it's not clever as funny or as a despicable me I, movies. It's obvious. It's okay. This one is obviously made for small children and children. I'll say this. Children will be mesmerized by this movie. You watch this though? one. The character and design is so it. basic because they're, they're not talking plot points. They're just doing something silly. And they're like, I know what's going on. Also weird. The effect it has on adults. And if I may, I want to go over through some minion memes I found. Oh no, please online. don't. And these are real memes that have been used Didn't by moms. Didn't you have a couple, one of your quotes used with the mini meme? Kev? Yeah, but it was like a really dark one. <laughs> <laughs> so these are real me memes used by moms on Facebook. One says, exercise? I thought you said extra fries. And it's got a, a dancing minion on it. Okay. <laughs> the next one, it's a minion that has some anxiety. It says, if stress burned calories, I'd be a supermodel. Okay. I'm a, I have one more. Just once in my life, I love to see a liar's pants catch on fire. And it's a sneaky minion. <laughs> Kevin or Bob? Yeah. Stuart. Mama, Stuart. Mama boy. Banana. Um, <laughs> there are minion, bu minion bums in this movie. 
for some reason. A minion's wearing a thong. Oh, I just think that, you know, they have bumps. Of course, they eat. They have to have bumps, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess, I guess so. Even though they're pill-shaped anyways. Let's move on. Oh, bit. Okay. Actually, I do want to give a quote that made me laugh when I looked it up today. So Scarlet Overkill is talking to, to Kevin. She says she's pointing to a picture of the queen. And she says, do you know who this is? And Kevin says, uh, la cucaracha. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> the director of these movies, by the way. The director of these movies, Pierre Coffin, he's the one who... Bottom he, of the barrel. He literally created a language. Like, there's literally a language created for the minions where everything they say means another word in English. Huh. Like, he put some effort into these. So it's like Klingon. Kind of. Did I just insult the whole Star Trek fandom? No, they created a language. <laughs> you too. wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. All right, Kent. This is your last pick, Kent. So we have... Let's see what we have. The Emoji Movie, Kay. Happy Feet, and Trolls. Whatever I pick, Joel has to pick last. And then he has two really bad choices to choose from. Yes, he does. Because these are three horrible movies. Terrible. They are horrible. And this one is a travesty. Not my least favorite on the list, though. Don't take it. I don't want to pick. I get back up again. No, you stole it. I'm stealing trolls. Wow. (sighs) There are some catchy tunes. Look, are they catchy tunes or are they just unoriginal songs with like, I think there's two original songs here. As, as a, a, I've done DJ events for kids, these songs go over really well. Is it Can't Stop the Feeling? Can't that, Stop the Feeling is good. It's a legitimately good song. That's yes. a, yeah, outside of the movie, I love it. Inside the movie, I don't like it. And I hate, I hate, Kent, yeah. how they took Gorillaz, yeah. Clint Eastwood. And made it this weird. It does kind of fit Bergen. the scene, though. It because does Bergenville not. is so dark. But they're saying I'm happy, and they they pride I'm themselves fine. on not being happy. Right. And then they're sitting there singing I'm happy, feeling glad. And I'm like, don't take that song and put it. Everything, everything. everything. This movie is a karaoke number. True Colors uh. is like the emotional point of the movie. A song that kids would never know that they think was probably written for this movie. Anna Kendrick is the lead star, and oh my gosh, I would step on that troll. <laughs> You step on Poppy? I would so step on Poppy. Justin Timberlake's branch actually has some funny lines because he's the curmudgeon troll. Yeah. Uh, And by funny lines, I mean slightly more tolerable than sticking a needle in your ear. (laughs) Um, And at least they don't look like the the toy treasure trolls because those things were atrocious. This is a bright and colorful movie. Too bright and too colorful. There are glitter farts all over the place. (laughs) One character poops cupcakes. That's the joke. Why? Why does chill, why do children's movies have to rely on potty humor so much? And here's what makes me sad. This is DreamWorks' first full-on musical since The Prince of Egypt. Wow. They're basically the this. same movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, Justin Timberlake playing a troll who doesn't want to sing is like Rachel Lee Cook being unattractive, and she's all that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this was directed by Mike Mitchell, by the way, who did Lego Movie 2, the second part, Chipmunks, Chip, uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Chipwrecked, Shrek Forever After, and Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. All better movies than this. <laughs> <laughs> really? I'd rather watch the animated version of Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. He did Sky High, too, so good on him for that. I do yeah. like that one. That's fine. And Shrek Forever After is better than Shrek 3, which should have been on the list. I feel like this Shrek movie... Shrek 3 is terrible. Can I feel like Trolls is trolling parents. Yeah. Because it really is a series of karaoke numbers that are just stitched together by a very loose story that makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. So like you're just forced I, into this. I think I got a root canal after watching this movie because the cavity went so deep from all the glitter and color. <laughs> they had to pull all my teeth. 
Joel, you have two choices. This I, is your last pick. Happy Feet well, and the Emoji <laughs> Movie. <laughs> Putting you in this situation, it's worth it for me. This show. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know if you have the same worst movie as I do. Based on the This would be the one that you make. Pick. Yes. <sighs> okay. You know what? I'm just going to go with it. I'm just going to say it. Just let it fly. My pick is Happy Feet. No, it's Whoa! not. Happy Feet's the worst. Take it back. Happy Feet is the worst, Kent, but it's better animated than Emoji Movie. Take it back, though. There are, once again, this is directed by George Miller, who did Mad Max, Fury Road, well, entire Mad Max franchise. And I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate Happy Feet. Yeah, no, you should still hate it and but, make it not your pick. But I'll tell you what. <laughs> If I was at, like, once again, at a TV store or, like, one of those stores where they had the movie playing, I could put Happy Feet on mute, and I would be like, oh, cool, animation. That's kind of cool to look at. I'm trying to help you, Joel. Don't pick this. I have to, Ken. Oh, by the way, this is... I, I, what, I what's it about? First, tell us the basic plot, and then I'll get into the finer details. Into the world of emperor penguins who find their soulmates through song, a penguin is born who cannot sing, but he can tap dance something fierce. Is, what's happened to you, Joel? Are you okay? I'm my soul is broken. <laughs> let's 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 talk about Happy Feet. Tell me all the good things about it. Uh. It's about a dancing penguin. Check. The dancing penguin gets kicked out of his community for dancing rather than singing. Okay. The penguin is kicked out of his community for committing heresy against the great penguin in the sky. What? <laughs> what? So it's anti-religion. It won the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. And there were better animated features this year. <laughs> it beat what? Cars and Monster House. Stop it. Monster House? He goes to SeaWorld, loses his mind in a terrifying scene. There are live action they, people in this because it, it's also an environmental movie. It was a movie. brave choice, Ken. Pick the emoji movie right <laughs> it now. It was a brave choice to put live action in an animated movie. Save yourself. Movie. Save yourself. This is the best thing Elijah Wood has done since Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Look, it does it does have Robin Williams in it. He's, he's playing he's a lot of ethnic stereotypes. Kind of entertaining. <laughs> Joel, stop it. This movie Did is we kill the, Joel? This is the preachiest, dumbest movie I've seen in a long time. One star. I give this one Ugh. star. But I can't I can't pick the emoji movie over because the emoji movie isn't assault on the eyes and the ears and the heart. Okay, so so that means that the emoji movie is now the worst movie. So it's tell me why you wouldn't pick it. It's sitting on the bench because that was that was marketed drivel. Like that was manufactured marketed drivel where they well, it's because they want to be like Pixar and they're like high concept movie emojis. That was popular five years ago. <laughs> that was breaking five years ago. Let's get my personality. You know what my favorite movie on this list is though. It's the one where the main character doesn't quite fit in with the norms around them. <laughs> Love that. So you didn't pick the emoji movie, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Oh. <laughs> they made Sir Patrick Stewart play poop. The poop emoji. And they keep saying, emoji movie. we're number two. We're number two. <laughs> uh, emoji movie, by the way, is the lowest rated Rotten Tomatoes, 7% from the critics. But they play Candy Crush in emoji movie. Candy That's Crush relevant. is entertaining. Ten at least, years ago? At least this movie... <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm not. I'm not defending this movie. I can. Cr I can bash you on can emoji bash movie emoji all movie. I want oh. because it is absolutely terrible. But I don't know how it made 217 million dollars. You can. T I'm going to allow you to take it back though. Choose emoji movie or over Happy Feet. I would rather have emoji movie sitting on the bench, Kent. As much as I hate Happy Feet, I want emoji movie sitting on the bench. It's the worst. I really hate Happy Feet. It's so the worst. 
I hate myself. Let right it be now. known that Kent thinks the Emoji Movie is great. Oh, yes. Okay, not kid off. <laughs> okay, take it easy. All right, so Zach, if you could go down What's each one of our lists, are our teams. In fact, if I may read my list. Uh, yeah. Well, yes, you may read your list, and then Kent, you read your list. There we go. Thank you, Zach. That was yes, a yes, very, yes. very nice holding up. Yes, yes, yes. So my movies. These are movies you would pick that you can only watch for the. You'd only watch these ten movies for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. I picked Despicable Me, Frozen, Ice Age, Storks, The Good Dinosaur, Hotel Transylvania Three. B movie, Shark Tank, Minions, and Happy Feet. Not Shark Tank, it's Shark Tale, because Shark Tank is a good show. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, Shark that's Tale. That's true. Can you read that from over here, Kent? And I chose Lilo and Stitch, Cars 3, My Little Pony the Movie, Madagascar, Frozen 2, Secret Life of Pets, Ferdinand, Ice Age Continental Drift, <laughs> Boss Baby and Trolls. Wow. The ends of these lists are bonkers. Yeah. All right. Zach, no, you, look, you don't win here. I lose There's terribly. <laughs> There's no winning. Yeah. But I would like to hear your thoughts on which list you chose and why. Also, while we read those, and we will make this list available online yeah. on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, which of those lists we just read is worse? Which is better? Which would you rather watch? So I found that while you were picking them, I think it's really interesting because the strength is really in like the first three movies. Right. But then the last three movies really can take it Drop away. the average, yeah. It's the curve. Okay. I mm, hey uh, Kent, uh, will you throw in some thinking music for me? Guys, what have you done to me? <laughs> Jake, you we, ready to come back yet, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Zach, we had to research these movies yeah. and and watch. I have all to watch them for eternity. The yeah. Uh, no, okay. no, no, no. Just till you die. Oh, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Which could probably be quick. <laughs> oh. Um. So if I go through, uh, I went through and like looked at your your choices against each other. You know, Kent's first pick versus Joel's first pick, and I thought, okay, w- which one of the two I would go with? And you kind of tied there. That you know, you made some good picks, Kent. I mean. Good, you know. Yeah, good. Joel, Joel you made some strong ones too. Your last three are real bad, Joel. I know. Do you have a favorite and a least favorite on the list? I actually think. Yeah, yeah. I'd Joel, like Joel, you start really strong with Despicable Me and Frozen. I think that's a really good, a really good two. Kent, I don't like Lilo and Stitch. Oh, I don't wow. like siblings fighting, and so that that movie doesn't do anything but you're for okay me. With Frozen. It's, but they're not like arguing with each other like oh. this. Like Lilo she tried to kill her with a giant. They're snowman. like straight up <laughs> yelling at each other. I find Stitch to be extremely annoying. Um, <sighs> so you started off really rough for me, um, and I actually think Despicable Me is pretty funny. A Cars Three. I mean, that's it's a solid enough movie. Yeah, that's how I feel too. Yeah, My Little Pony, of course, is pretty fun. This is so. the inside, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. And if this is not by a wide margin. I am going to give the win, me personally, to Joel. Yay! <laughs> it's close. You're watching we Happy all Feet. Lose. <laughs> we all oh, lose. I don't want to watch Happy Feet, but I actually do like your, your top, well, even your with, first two. Even with Secret Life of Pets on there. I, I, like I was Life pandering hardcore on that Secret one. Life, I absolutely hate Kevin Hart in that movie. Everything else is fine. Did you see the second one? Panda! 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 Oh, Panda! It's so Couldn't. bad. 
couldn't. But uh, I think overall, again, really close. Um, I don't mind Frozen 2. I don't mind Secret Life of Pets. Ferdinand's a whatever. Kent, you're, you have some some solid choices. Joel, you have the worst choices, but you also have the best ones. So, <laughs> so it averages out. Well, there you go. So the movies, <laughs> what that, a show. The movies Zach will be watching for until he dies oh, no. are Despicable Me, Frozen, Ice Age, Storks, The Good Dinosaur, Hotel Transylvania 3, B-Movie, Shark Tale, Minions, and Happy Feet. I am so sorry. Would, if, if I have to ask, if Emoji Movie would have been the last one on my list, would that have swayed it over to Kent? <sighs> Probably. For me, those are about the same. I actually like the Emoji Movie a little bit less okay. than Happy Feet. I, I just think it's... Happy Feet at least takes some chances. The Emoji Movie takes, is like aggressively... Takes chances by covering popular songs? Hey, Kent, you yeah, lost. Sure. Deal with it. <laughs> I feel like we all lost. The Emoji we Movie do. is a great. And we'd like you bad. to lose too, listener. In fact, <laughs> if you could go uh, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, let us know out of these two lists, which we've talked about today, which one would you choose if you had to choose those to watch for the rest of your life? And honestly, give us more bad movies because we could do a part two of this horrible if you liked idea. It, if you liked it, let us know and let yeah. us know which movies we missed. We it's would a, like those. It's well. a good way to get these guys to say good things about bad movies. <laughs> Before we go, we'd like to thank our patrons, including the I Am The Listener tier, which includes Adrian Gray, Stephen Ross, Terry Finley, Crew Dutler, Braden Winterton, Chris Drought, Colton Cook, Jennifer Kukowski, Sean Sanquist, and if you've exhausted all other options, listen to a more civilized podcast. We also have our Baking Council, which includes Nicole D. Hale, Chris Anderson, Ryan Farron, and Reverse Listener. Thank you for being patrons. Even if we didn't say your name, we really do appreciate it, and thank you for listening to Bacon Sale. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter, or you can find me performing with QuickWits online. They're doing online shows every Saturday night at 9 o'clock. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. And if you want to read my movie reviews when they come back, it's at ShowtimeShowdown.com. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Tumbling Mustard. But most importantly, hope you're following Bacon Sale at Bacon Sale on Instagram and Twitter. And of course, following on Facebook as well. You can also support the show at Patreon.com slash Bacon Sale, where you can become a patron member and starting at just $3 a month. You could hear our last Bacon Bit where we talk all about what's going on in the entertainment world as far as news goes, which Some is crazy pretty much every week. Great time. Yeah. Um, you could also support the show at tpublic.com slash bacon sale where you can pick yourself up a lovely shirt or assorted apparel. Uh, again, that's tpublic.com slash bacon sale. So until next time, I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. You like to move it, move it. We like to move it. Is one of the most disgusting threads I've ever seen on social media. <laughs> like, oh, wait. Yay. It took everything I had to not gag. This That's is going to be a painful show for us and hopefully for everyone else. This is Zach's torment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I've had my pre-show tinkle. Let's do this. You know I'm recording, right? You knew. <laughs> you knew. <laughs> you knew what it was when you, you picked, picked it up. up. This is the smooth buttery voice of Joel. This is the not yet gone through puberty voice of Ken. And hi, I'm Zach. Wait a minute. Her dress is pretty. She'll be popular. We are bronies. You, you, you were. <laughs> Fluttershy for life, but don't say that. We laughed because we were in the theater watching My Little Pony in October. <laughs> Dang it. I wanted My Little Pony. An average episode of My Little Pony is better than most movies on this list. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Quotes. Stabra. Stabra. Stabra's not. Raymond. <laughs> Dreamers is like, nah, we're good. Tiny baby brains. And we're not saying kids are dumb, but they like dumb stuff. Yes, sometimes. And sometimes they're dumb. I'm 
Watch your mouth, but and also I'm, high five. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> were you around back then? Maybe there were dinosaurs. I hope so. Because you talked about realism, about the zoo walls. <laughs> Could you talk about storks real quick? That's the bar. Wow. That's the bar we're at now. <laughs> oh, that fear of quicksand is real. Didn't jump out of a building while watching this. That's a win. Our integrity is slowly degrading. You know what I really love from my snowman? Existential dread. Grandfather was the great villain. The Hold parents. your children to a higher standard of humor. Bartokes are funny, Joel. Okay. But oh, you seem confident. No, I don't. I don't. Well, you should probably talk before you date. He's a funny guy, buddy! We don't have Human King. I know. How would you or do we? <laughs> I'm not going to Human King. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Spark poop beauty. <laughs> Exercise? I thought you said extra fries. If stress burned calories, I'd be a supermodel. Did I just insult the whole Star Trek fandom? No, they created a language. You wouldn't know. I would step on that troll. A penguin is born who cannot sing, but he can tap dance something fierce. Is, <laughs> what's happened to you, Joel? Are you okay? I'm, my soul is broken. <laughs> it no. was a brave choice to put live action in an save animated yourself, movie. Save yourself! Kent has a manly beard today. Kent has a manly beard. It's not as manly as mine or Zach's, but it's kind of a manly beard. Oh, dear.